Welcome to another edition of the Hangout Podcast. I'm your host, Juan Hernandez. And I am uh, Randy Canales, your uh, your co-host. Today, we have a packed house uh, joining us tonight. We have our good friends, Adrian Rocha and Brian Salazar. How you guys doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, guys. Really good. Oh, yeah, we're doing fine. We're excellent over here. This is actually the first time we're doing it. It's the first time I um, invite you guys over to watch UFC. We're watching UFC 195 right now. I actually ordered it on pay-per-view this time. Very first time. <laughs> it's uh, Robbie Lawler versus, um, what's the guy's name? Condit? Carlos Condit? Yeah. Sure, no, my UFC fighting history. But uh, it's it's a we're having a blast, man. I'm having a blast. I'm not drinking or anything like that, so as lame as it sounds. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we're, we're just having a good time kicking back, uh, getting off the new year to to a good start. This is barely a second year of two second year second day of 2016. Um, um, Adrian, kind of introduce uh, yourself to the people out there that don't know you, or just the people that listen to this <laughs> program. All right, all right. My name's like he said, Adrian Adrian Rocha. Uh, never done a podcast, never been in a podcast. Long time listener though, very long time listener from both uh, Juan and Randy's. But uh, it's a brand new experience to me. I enjoy a lot of a, a, a lot of this, uh, hearing it, watching it. Uh, Want to know more? Well, I'm a sports guy, real big sports guy. Any sports, any sports really. Combat, uh, football, soccer. I call it football also, but whatever you want to call it, or boxing. And that's pretty much me. We are some of our favorite 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 sports teams. <laughs> Football. I know you're gonna get a lot of haters for this. Yeah, NFL wise, I know. I'm a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. So I was a little kid. First game I, <laughs> first game I ever saw was a cowboy was a Cowboys game. That's for, and that's the first time I fell in love with it. I do follow all the teams. Uh, kind of support a little bit of the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I was. I was a kid when I when I first saw the colors. I got in, I fell in love with the colors. Uh, basketball, uh, Rockets definitely Rockets. Uh, I'm a, I might get haters on this one too for MLB. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Yankees fan. Just wow. That's it. Uh, I might get haters, but I'm okay with that. Wow, you heard heard Randy Boone in the background. <laughs> no love for the Cowboys. Well, they're out for the season, aren't they? Yeah, for, pretty much. For we this were, season? We were eliminated, like, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah, Tony Romo got injured again. Uh, same injury that he went down with. Uh, we you can't th- catch a break. You think his career's over? Or he's just... Nah, he's, he's He still has a little gas in the tank. I give it one more season. One more season. Well, half a season at least. Half a season. But this upcoming draft, we got we got to get at least a quarterback, either a, a draft quarterback or a trade for somebody. But we really need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Texans are doing pretty good this season. I'm just gonna put that out there. I ain't gonna lie, they're one one step closer to another playoff spot. Yeah, I'm just bragging right now. One win away. One win away. Hey man, what a what a fight! Um, I'm just watching it right now. Came Velasquez and who was it? Were Doom the guy he fought the last time? Anyways, 
they're supposed to be fighting again. I forget the date. I think they're going to announce it right now. But uh, they're supposed to be fighting again in a rematch. Because apparently Cain Velasquez didn't didn't train for that fight. Um, since they were doing it in Mexico City. And the altitude over there is pretty, pretty different from compared to other other places and um it should be a good fight i'm looking forward to it anyways uh brian kind of introduce yourself to the people out there well i'm brian salazar i'm pretty much new to the podcast experience but i'm a longtime friend of juan and i look forward to being part of this new new journey new experience in my life Longtime fan of mine <laughs> <laughs> anyways go on Well, I mean, fan, but also a longtime friend of Juan. We've been friends for a while. Mm-hmm. We've been friends for a really long time, all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I met, I'm just going to go into a little <laughs> storytelling here for now. Because, I mean, I've known these guys for a really long time. I met Brian. No, first, first I met, I met Randy. Um, was it fifth grade? Or sixth grade. I knew you in fifth grade, but we didn't start talking until sixth grade. And we've been known each other ever since, so it's been more than 10 years already. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been crazy. Time's definitely uh, flown by. Um, it's funny, we were just going through some yearbooks. Uh, Adrian over here brought his uh, eighth grade yearbook, or our eighth grade yearbook, because Adrian went to our middle school as well. And uh, it's crazy going look, looking through all those like memories and stuff and people that uh, we knew back then and you know we see them now and it's like man everyone just everyone now is just old. <laughs> it's kind of sad, <laughs> old and fat. Juan said that was that was a comment made by Juan by the way. I have uh, no uh, no rights to what he just said. No, but um yeah, it's crazy how just everyone just how how time has flown by and everyone just got older and mature and stuff. Everyone's doing their own thing, but. Yeah, um, Adrian, didn't I have you for a class? Uh, was it um, was a choir that I had you for a class in? I don't know. I feel like I had you in a, for, or, or did I not have you for a class in middle school? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't remember either much of a class. I remember having a. I think was lunch. Was, for, was the first time I met you with Juan. Is that where I, I met you? I with Juan, and uh, I think I met. He introduced me to you. I don't remember about the class. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure we had one class. We had to have one class. Probably. Uh, Were you in choir? Did you ever do choir? Uh, yeah, I had choir. Uh, maybe it was choir. I feel like I, don't know, I feel like I seen you in there before. I don't know. Maybe. Mr. Valentine, right? Yeah, Mr. Valentine. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. Really? I don't know. Rumors. Yeah. So, um, did uh, Brian? Did you already introduce you introduced yourself already, right? Sorry, I wasn't. I was. I'm here on my computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I already <laughs> okay. introduced myself, and I was saying. Been a friend of Juan since high school. Met him in high school. We were actually going through a high school yearbook as well. And you do notice a lot of changes between people. So what do you do now, Brian? What's your what's your occupation? Right now, I'm a high school teacher. What do you teach? I teach geography. Okay, cool, cool. Man, if you like pointed on a global map and told me like where's I don't know where's a uh 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 Kagistan, is that how you say it? What, what's that dude from? What's Borat? Where is he from? Ooh, that that country. I think yeah. he's around there. Kagistan. How do you say it? Kagistan? 
it's not Kazakhstan. Pakistan. Something like that. I would say Kazakhstan, but if I if I if I busted out like a world globe and I say where's Kazakhstan, would you be able to point it out for me? Most likely, I mean, when they have names on him. Oh yeah, well that's <laughs> cheating. It's by uh, <laughs> it's by Russia. Okay, I didn't know that. I don't know where it's located. But, okay. I mean, obviously, I can't know where every country what's, is. What's what's a typical question that your students always get wrong, and then ask this, ask let's ask the audience here that's listening that question. You know, sometimes it's a little sad. Some some students don't know how to read the maps. You know, and maps mm-hmm. are so important to life. I mean, I know now we have GPSs, but right, you got to know where certain places are, right? Yeah. So they would say, "I don't know where Europe is." Okay, well, yeah, shame me neither. Know, we. We should have known this. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But anyway, you got to start with the basics. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Um. What uh? What grade is geography? That's ninth grade, ain't it? Ninth grade. Yep. Freshmen's. Do you have uh? Do you have any trouble with the f- with the incoming freshmen? Not that many. I mean. Not bad. It's all part of the experience, you know. Yeah. There's gonna be students that want your help, and there's gonna be students that you can't. But. Along the way, you build relationships and yeah. you mentor. So I feel like yeah, become a mentor to the students, you know. Right. That's cool, man. Um. So uh, why uh, why geography? Why not uh you know any of the other subjects? What made you choose to uh, get into that particular subject? Well, I have a social studies complete certificate. So I mm. can teach any anything in the social studies field, but I was offered first geography. Oh, okay. But later on, way, oh, go ahead. Uh, I mean, along the way, I mean, geography seems pretty interesting. Seems to be the one that's inclusive, you know. We right. can talk a little bit about the history and everything about different countries. But you were saying maybe later on down the road, I would change to right history. History is what I like the most. Have you ever done any traveling? Have you ever traveled outside the states? Just Mexico. What part? Mexico, northern Mexico, okay, and Cancun. Okay, nice. Cancun. How uh, how was your experience in Cancun? Did you have fun? Yeah. Okay, we'll leave it at that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no further comments. Uh, no further comments. <laughs> there may or may have not been alcohol involved. No, I'm just kidding. It was a family trip. Oh, okay. A long time ago. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. I'm I'm going to in May. I'm gonna be traveling to Consumel, Mexico going on a cruise i'm going to consumel for one day then the following day i'm going to how am i going to go to the cayman islands next day the next day i'm going to jamaica Jamaica. yeah that's gonna be fun caribbean cruise right yeah yeah western caribbean cruise so that should be uh should be fun i'll uh i'll take some geography pictures for you oh yeah definitely i could show the students you know yeah yeah um cool man um juan um what do you uh who do you think is going to win the the ufc uh main event tonight robbie lawler or uh, carlos condit who do you who do you have your bets on man robbie lawler is a savage that's where i'm gonna put it at i think he's gonna win i don't know if you saw his last fight with um what's the guy's name rory no 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 rory mc what's his last name McGallagher or something like that. I'm not good with names. I'm a really big fan of the UFC. I'm just not really good with names. It's, it's it sucks, but anyways, yeah, I think he's gonna he's gonna win the main event. But who knows? I said that about 
A lot of people said that about Jose Aldo and Conor McGregor from the last UFC pay-per-view. And look what happened. I mean, I had Conor McGregor all the way. And that was just, it only lasted like 13 seconds. I don't think y'all saw that fight. I think it was just Brian and I that saw that fight. Yeah. And it was it was hyped up really, really good. And it just ended before before you knew it. It was crazy. Um, talking about Mexico, man, I remember um, going to Mexico City. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Mexico City before. Um, no. Talk about a crazy trip. Went there for about a week. And uh, just, just saw, we were talking about landmarks uh, before. Um, I was playing Grand Theft Auto Five earlier, and Brian mentioned <laughs> something about landmarks. And I, I do remember going to visit the the pyramids that they have down there. They have the Sun Pyramid and the Moon Pyramid. And we only managed to climb the the Sun Pyramid. I think it had about 360, I want to say four or five steps for each day of the... Yeah, I think, I think it is 365. Of the calendar. Yeah, specifically for the calendar. Over the whole year. And we climbed all the way up there and then came right back down. I mean, the climb, it was kind of, it was much more difficult than going down. And it wasn't that, it was right in the middle of, I'd say, June. Because I saw Van Halen, like, the week after. <laughs> I went to go see Van Halen. Was, when it, I, was it pretty hot? Not so much. I mean, it was hot at some points, but it was kind of cloudy at first when we climbed up there. Because you could see, like, the whole, you get, like, a whole whole view of, like, everything all around that's pretty it's pretty awesome um mexico city we were there maybe about 10 minutes in the actual city going in and out because we stayed in a town outside about mm, a few miles from the city it wasn't that into the city it was more out of the city. it's kind of like kind of like if you're in houston i'd say it was about maybe wow that was a quick fight. That was a really good shot. It's amazing how 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 fast these fights end. Before you know, I mean, it was just starting right now, and then before you know it, it's all over. One wrong move. They got they they got to do for that uh, one mistake. One mistake does it everything. Wow, and I was I was I wasn't paying attention to what was going on. It was a nice shot, by the way. Really nice shot. But anyways, like I was saying, it's kind of like if you live in Houston, the. The town that we were staying in, I think it's, um, I want to say it's not as far as where I work. It's probably from here to maybe Channel View. Not that far. Channel View or Baytown. It wasn't that far from what I recall, but it was quite a drive. But it was a fun experience. Happened over about three years ago. And, um... Yeah, just a lot of fun. Hey, uh, yeah, it was uh, sounds like a lot of fun, man. Um, so uh, Adrian and uh, Brian are here in the house, and um, what's something you guys uh, been up to since uh, since we've been here on the Christmas slash New Year break? Or you know what? Better, better yet, better yet. What are your plans or goals for the next New Year or for this year? Actually, we're in the New Year. For the new year, 2016, where you guys have any like big plans or big goals or anything you guys are trying to tackle this year that you want to knock off your uh, your bucket list or so? Uh, well, for me, it would be uh, 
trying to get back uh to that to my education i've been taking what been two three years now um i've been holding it back yeah uh i really don't know why i mean my main reason to get out was because i was basically ran out of money to pay for it yeah so i mean i've been working ever since i got out but uh that's one of my main goals to at least to make it back and make it back to a college university you know just get back on my education and uh get my degree what do you want to get your degree in um i started out when in business in business administration so i'm uh that's my that's my main set right there but uh i'm really into like i said really into sports and one of the things that really interests me is uh sports administration mm. uh really look really looking into that i'm i'm pretty sure the university that I was in doesn't offer me fully that degree but right. uh, i'm definitely so it's, uh, it's around the system and it's a, it's a, it's in the future it's, in the, it's a plan of mine okay that's cool man what will be your ideal place to work at would you be like for the dynamos or something uh, for yeah, for business for sports administration, uh, uh, I would like to st- I would like to stick with the sport that I really that I really know all about, and that would be uh soccer. Yeah. Uh, uh, I recently had actually, uh, it's really it's a it's a really nice thing to have this. Uh, my brother actually worked as a uh intern for uh the Houston Dynamo in graphic mm. design. Mm, that's cool. So he had he had that uh, uh that opening for him and uh. I see that, and I had I've been, I was been able to go to his uh his his work, uh met some people, and uh, it's really it's it's really wonderful, really uh, eye opening experience to see that. So I'm really interested in the Dynamo. Uh, I've seen they have some openings, but uh, uh obviously they they want a degree, so right. <laughs> that's my main goal. That's my, but I would like to stick with soccer, and uh, if not, whatever comes my way. Yeah, yeah. I have a friend. I knew a guy who uh, he got a degree. I, I I don't know. I guess it's sports marketing. Um, I, I don't know if that's your degree or not, but that's what he does. Mm-hmm. And uh, he works for the Dynamo now, and he uh, he likes it a lot, man. He's just he does like a, a lot of the advertising and marketing stuff for for the Dynamo, and uh, he loves it. It's cool. He's like, if you ever need some uh, some some like tickets to go to the game, or whatever, just let me know, and I'll hook you up. I'm like, heck yeah. I haven't t- I haven't like gone to well, I've gone to a few games, but I haven't like called him up for it or anything <laughs> but um but yeah it's cool man that's awesome yeah. that's really cool that's definitely uh that's definitely something exciting that's not a that's, a that's a job you'll have like something different going on every day you know yeah really it really it really uh really brings it like once every time i see different like these people working within 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 sports i always wonder like man they really gotta love this their job like you don't. You, I don't. I've never seen anybody like with a, with a an, an angry face, an angry look on their face. Uh, uh, just w- if they have personal problems, I guess, you know, they they try to do it for, for the people, put a good face on, and right. make the experience fun for everybody. Right, right. That's cool, man. Yeah, seems like uh, seems like it's a seems like it's a very cool, uh, job field to be in, especially working for like a big the big sports team whether it's the dynamo or anybody like that so it's pretty cool um what about you brian do you have any goals or anything anything uh that you want to accomplish within the next 12 months or so here in 2016 well i would really like to accomplish to make sure the the year ends well with my students you know make sure things go well at the school uh i mean my main goal is to you know get them on the right path Mm-hmm. Uh, that's sort of the professional goal. I guess maybe my 
social goal would be maybe to, I mean, I want to, my family wants to take a trip, maybe somewhere down Mexico, Cancun again, or, nice. you know, just to save up money and go out in the summer with, you know, f some friends or family, take a nice long vacation to, you know, relax a while. Right. But, uh, but we'll see how that goes, you know. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's, uh, it's always fun to go out of the country with a family. Yeah, um, yeah, that's the start. And then eventually, hopefully save up some money to go to. I love so much history and geography. My plan is to travel the world. So eventually I'll start somewhere. Um, how would you like to travel the world? Would you like to be like one of those, um, like those hippie uh, backpack traveler guys that they just travel everywhere with a backpack? That's kind of cool. That's cool. I mean, I'm not too much of the hiking type, but yeah, there's a there's actually a good. There's, I haven't read it, but I heard, but I've, I've heard it's a really good book um, on just traveling the world and stuff. Uh, uh, very cheaply, like you know, on a budget, but also like uh, having like really cool experiences. Um, with just a backpack, really, it's a it's a book called Vega Bonding. I forgot who it's by, but um, I heard that's a really good book if you want to like travel and stuff and just like extended travel. I like, just spend like you know weeks or months traveling. Um, I'm gonna have to Google that book and see who uh, see who wrote it. I know it has like a bunch of reviews and stuff on on Amazon. Let's see, Vega. It sounds pretty good because you know I always love seeing the. PBS shows, you know, where they always have Rick Steves Europe and mm -hmm. all these people traveling around the world, and you you got to travel with the budgets. You got to know within your means how much money you're gonna take and need, you know, because obviously when you're gonna go out and travel, you're gonna go visit attractions, museums, and you're gonna go out and you're gonna go to restaurants. Yeah, yeah. I found the the author here. It's called uh, it's called Vagabonding. It's, it's the title of the book, and it's called Vagabonding. An Uncommon Guide to the Art of Long-Term Traveling, uh, Long-Term Travel the World, and the author, his name is Rolf Potts. It seems like a, it seems like it's a really good book. He has like f almost five-star reviews on Amazon, 317 reviews. But I always heard that's a really good book, so I will definitely uh, put that on my on my reading list later on because I want to travel a lot. That'd be cool. But cool, man. So um. Are you guys like really big uh, UFC fans? Do you guys watch a lot of watch a lot of these events? Yeah, most of the time, right, Andrew? Pretty much. Uh, yeah, I, I got into UFC uh, actually. Uh, uh, I don't, if I remember correctly, it was both you and Juan that got me, that got me into UFC. Really? <laughs> uh, the, they yeah invited me the first time to watch it at at, at a place and um. Twin Peaks. Yeah, Twin okay. Peaks. I you could say it. it's cool. Yeah, Twin Peaks. <laughs> Promotion, I don't know, we'll make <laughs> it. <laughs> but yeah, that was the first time I, I I saw UFC. I heard about it, but I never saw it. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, uh, uh, when I don't catch the UFC's pay per views, uh, I always catch the prelims at least, thanks to uh to 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 the my to my Dish Network that mm -hmm. provides it for me. So I usually catch it whenever I can. I catch all the prelims, but like like Juan, I'm I'm a fan of the UFC, but I have. I have problems remembering names. Most names I remember are are fighters that I actually I actually follow. I do like one of those guys would be uh Anthony Pettis. Um, yeah. Unfortunate about his loss. He'll hoping he gets the title back. But yeah. Yeah. Big uh fan. I'm a fan now. I'm a yeah. Fan now. <laughs> That's cool. 
I'm the same way. I mean, like I, I haven't really been watching it actually that that much lately. But, um, you know, I know like the big name fighters, but I don't know like any of the smaller people. Like looking at the looking at the, I was looking at the uh, the card the lineup for tonight. I only knew the two main event guys fighting, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, man, it's cool. It's a cool sport. Um, it's it's uh, it's not like you know, it's not like boxing. It's very different, but um, it's, it's fun. It's cool. Yeah, lots of uh, bloodshed. You'll see. On the UFC, yeah, a lot of t- a lot of different uh, martial arts involved. Uh, huge, huge moves, huge uh, people. My favorite division would be I don't I don't know how they car- ca- categorize this one, mm-hmm. but um, I forget I forget which which one was uh, Anderson Silva. I forget I, I think he bounces he bounces back Maybe. between like two different weight classes sometimes. Right. So I mean, uh, him and uh, the heavyweight division. That's uh, I I. I'm a big guy, so I I enjoy watching a uh, big guys to get get in a uh, octagon and just lay lay it all out there. Yeah, it's cool. Um, what do you think about the women fighting in the UFC lately? Uh, well, obviously the most the the one that's always out there, whether you want want you want want to or not, or whether you care about the UFC or not, uh, is Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Uh, now because of the of her loss with Holly Holm. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. She's out there a lot. I'm. I'm. A, I'm a. I'm a fan of these. Uh. I'm not sure how new she is to the UFC, but uh. Yeah. Paige Van Sant. Oh that, yeah. Yeah. That's how you pronounce her name. Yeah. I'm. I'm a fan of hers. Uh. Holly Holm, mostly because of her boxing background. I'm a huge boxer, so. Yeah. Uh. That. Uh. And uh. My other. My other favorite. Uh. Female UFC fighter. Uh. Misha Tate. Cupcake out there. Cupcake. Yeah. Yeah. What do you what are your, what are your thoughts on uh, on Ronda Rousey? Do you like her like as a not like not just as a fighter? I mean, I like I mean, who doesn't like her as a fighter? But uh, do you like like her uh, her her style, her personality style of uh of being a you know basically being a bitch? <laughs> uh, it works for some. It works. Uh, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll give I'll give them that. It works for some. Some of them like them. Some like some people like that. Mm-hmm. Others don't. I'm kind of in between. Where like. Yeah, I can see her. I can see why she does it, but then again, I don't like. Uh, I don't really. I don't really get. You don't really get why you have to go all full into it and uh, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to sell it, right? But uh, other than that, I think it's a. I'm not. I'm not saying she does that for as as a as a, as a full on gimmick, but it's it's, right. re- it's good. It sells. Oh yeah, for sure. It sells a lot. We we saw it at the. We saw it. At, we saw the effects on the pay per views. Right. It sells. Uh, so it's uh, business wise. Very good decision. Very good thing to do. Right. That's true, man. Looks like we got the main event coming up here on UFC 195. About to start pretty soon. And uh, speaking of that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Juan Hernandez just uh, re-entered the building. Juan. Man, I missed like a whole, a whole, what? 10, 15 minutes of this whole conversation. I don't even know what you guys were talking about. I had to take a quick phone call. My, uh, Nothing about you. Nothing about you, really. Yeah, no, my... <laughs> Parents were just checking in from the, from Mexico. You know they were gone for the holidays. Just kind of checking in to see how I've been holding down things um, since they were gone. I think I managed to do all right by myself. It's not the first time. I'm still. But uh, yeah, I heard uh, Ronda Rousey. I heard this. I heard that. Um, what were we talking about before that? I completely forgot. <laughs> traveling. Yeah, I think it was traveling. Something about traveling. The, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Landmarks. Going to Mexico. I think that's all I had on that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it a pretty fun experience. If you guys ever 
have the chance to go to Mexico City and check it out. And it's best if you go with somebody that lives there. Because so, we went and stayed with some of our relatives and they pretty much showed us around all over all over the place, all over the region. It was much easier. Plus, they're very, they're very terrible at driving over there. Just like over there in uh, Monterrey. If you've ever been to Monterrey, oh boy. I've heard some horror stories. But, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I would like to go travel um, overseas, go to Europe or something like that. Um, France or maybe not right now with all the. <laughs> yeah. No, not right now. Maybe not right now, but I think that could happen anywhere. Of course, we're talking about the terrorist attacks that happened a couple of months ago. About a month, about a month ago already. Or two. Yeah, about that. About that time. Wow. But yeah, that could happen anywhere. That happened here in the U.S. Not too long ago. With 9-11. But, um, yeah, just, man, just a lot of things that had, that uh, went down ever since the last time we, we spoke, Randy. Yeah. Um, of course, I know you heard, I told you guys about uh, Lemmy from Motorhead that passed away um, f- about a week ago now. Was it? No, yeah. this past week. Yeah, this past week. Yeah, this, this past, past yeah, week. Yeah, it was this past week. Monday. It's only been a few days. That's crazy, man. I've I've been a huge Motorhead fan for as long as I can remember. I'm not, I'm not that old, but still. I mean, that's just he he died at at 70. Apparently, he was diagnosed with terminal cancer 2 days prior to his death. That's crazy. And I guess he just said, "You know what? I'm just checking out right here right now." Cuz I mean, that's What's the point? They only gave him two, two to four months to live. That's crazy. Imagine being diagnosed with terminal cancer. Yeah, pretty much your world, your God. world shuts down for some. Uh, others try to live it out, or try to uh, correct wrongs that they did, or try to try to seal, try to find closure. Uh, but yeah, terminal. Once you find out it's terminal, it's it's hard to cope with that. Yeah. He was pretty much done by then. He was. Um, he he had a couple of tumors in his brain that they found in his neck too, so they only gave him a short amount of time to live. The important thing is to have a legacy, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Thing. And he checked out in rock and roll fashion too. He was, he just said, you know what, that's it. I'm I'm done. He checked out on his own terms. Um, hell yeah. But Motorhead, man, they're just. I don't know if you guys are fans of Motorhead. I've been huge fan for for a really long time. I remember the first album I listened to was the, um, what album was that? Ace of Spades. Mm. And that's, that's a really good album. That's probably my favorite Motorhead album of all time. It's my favorite song. (laughs) Oh yeah. The title track. (laughs) You can't go wrong with it. And from there I started discovering like earlier, early stuff for Motorhead. Like their first album, Motorhead and Bomber and Overkill. Uh, Ace of Spades, Orgasmatron, just a whole bunch of, I could keep naming albums <laughs> forever. When and you need something fast and heavy, then you got them. And he was, he was one of the, they were one of the first pioneers of heavy metal pretty much. He, although he never, he never classified his band as heavy metal. It was just rock and roll to him. So that was pretty cool. I mean, if bands like Metallica, Anthrax, 
Guns N' Roses, they all started because of Motorhead. If it weren't for Motorhead, they wouldn't be around today. But uh, yeah, man, Motorhead, wow. They were st- and they were still. They were still. The last time they were supposed to come through was in October. They were gonna play here in Houston at the at the House of Blues with with Saxon, but they ended up canceling the show because Lemmy was ill. He it was on and off. He was ill and then he was good and then he was ill, good, ill, good. But um, before that they came through. Uh, they played Gigantor with Megadeth, but they canceled. So I missed out on watching them. I went to go see that show and I missed out on watching Motorhead. That's crazy. But I was always a huge fan. I've been waiting for this main event for a while. It's crazy. Um, I'm but yeah, gonna, I'm just gonna go against you. I'm gonna go content on this one. I think Robbie Lawler, Robbie Lawler's a ruthless guy, man. I'm I'm just gonna put it out there. But yeah, Motorhead's one of those bands that never they never really changed their style. All throughout the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, even the 2000s, they always played the same style of music, which was rock and roll. Kind of like ACDC. It just never changed. Um, and speaking of, well, not ACDC, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get to that. But uh, I'm sure you guys heard about the uh, Motley Crue playing, the, Crue playing their, their last show ever. On New Year's Eve, right? Yeah, they their last show of their final tour, which went out a little over like two years. That's crazy. And then another band that's pretty much finished, Motley Crue. We saw them like what? Two. Well, I saw them four times, and mm-hmm. first time we saw them was actually for for the three of us, Randy and Brian, and I. We saw them at Toyota Center for that the very... That was a Poison tour, right? Yeah, that was poison. the very first time we saw them. We saw them... Uh, the New York Dolls was opening for them and Poison. Wow, they, they're just going right at it. It's pretty cool just recording a podcast and just watching the fight as it's happening. A little uh, fight companion. Oh. oh, oh boy. There we go. There we go. It got good. Yeah, you want to um, rethink that Lawler, Lawler toy? No, no, I, th- I think he's still, he's still. I think he'll go, he'll go with the best of them. He'll, uh, he'll put up a good fight. He's not gonna back down. I don't know. If, have you guys ever seen any of the Joe Rogan fight companions? I've never seen them. They're um. I don't know if it's because they're too long or I just don't have time to watch them. But I'm sure they're I'm sure they're pretty pretty good from what I've he- from what I've heard. Yeah, um Randy, what do you think about um what Joe Rogan what they posted online a couple of weeks ago about him about him saying that he's going to he might leave UFC commentating? Oh yeah, I had uh, I had read that online too. Um, I mean, I don't know. Did, was that true? That they really was that really a comment he made, or was that just like a rumor? It was kind of um, it was kind of him saying that he that it's kind of like fifty fifty saying that he he feels that way now about leaving, but he might feel different by the time his contract's up. He might renew it, but um. 
I think he just wants to keep trying, keep trying new things. Yeah. Well, I mean that's cool. Um, I mean, he's he's been part of the UFC for what ten years or something like that. Crazy. Since yeah, since nineteen ninety seven. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, if, if that's the direction he wants to do, he'll probably just he'll probably do more stand up comedy for sure. Uh, travel, do more like little stand up comedy tours and stuff, which would be pretty cool. Hopefully, he'll make some more uh, some more stops here to Houston. But um, yeah, I think um, I think there's plenty of other talented commentators out there that could easily take his place as far as uh, there within the UFC. But um, yeah, for sure, if he wants to if he wants to retire, he's he's been there for a long time now. And if he wants to go a different route, maybe again, I, the only thing that I could think of that he would want to do more is probably just do more stand up, more comedy, which is cool. Um, but yeah, for sure, I think uh, I think I think we a good thing for him. It'd be a good it'd be a good. Uh, career move for him to uh, slowly transition out like he's i think he said on the on there too that you know he'll always be a fan of the ufc he's always going to watch the fights it's just a matter of him like you know it does take a lot it takes a lot a lot of uh you know a lot of time traveling takes a lot of toll in your body too so but um yeah yeah i'm definitely uh definitely for it if that's what he wants to do so good for him (laughs) he's so he's, he's such a busy busy man comedy podcasting i think just podcasting alone takes a lot of oh, yeah. a lot of time out of out of your schedule especially when you do two three podcasts in a week sometimes even two podcasts in one day his podcasts run up to like three hours that's crazy crazy enough but you know what whatever he wants to do i mean i'm not one to criticize i mean you can you can do whatever you want there's always going to be critics people bad-mouthing you and stuff with every move that you make hey more power to him he can do whatever he wants he's only been doing comedy since 1990 so that's that's pretty much his um he can pretty much just do comedy if he wanted to he doesn't have to do all this but he likes doing different things he likes doing the commentating he likes doing the podcast and he's already uh, he's already in the UFC history books already. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it'd be funny if he would actually f- fight in the UFC. <laughs> Either that or like Bellator, <laughs> Bellator MMA. Speaking of which, man, that fight's coming up. Bellator. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ken Shamrock versus Royce Gracie. Oh, yeah, good, <laughs> A lot of people say that's like, yeah, they're uh, past their prime. They're way past their prime <laughs> and. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Kimbo Slice versus Dada Five Thousand. That's kind of. <laughs> I got Kimbo. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> he he did beat Ken Shamrock the last time they fought, but uh, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be that's gonna take place here in Houston at the Toyota Center in February. We're gonna go check that out. Um, I've never seen a, I've only seen one Bellator fight before. Um. I believe it was Tito Ortiz that was fighting. I remember we went to go see that fight. I think it was. It was the same day as the. I think it was a UFC pay per view we were watching. Yeah, I think a UFC pay per view ended it ended early, and uh, I think they flipped the channel towards uh, was it Spike TV? Mm-hmm. And uh, Tito, Tito Ortiz. I forgot. Who, I forgot the other guy's name also. But uh, it's quick. It was a it's a good fight. Quick fight. Got a got a lot of things coming up, man. Um, I just. Also in the in the music world last week, I read online uh, that uh, 
Guns N' Roses were set to reunite this year. Not a f- Now, you got to understand, it's not a full-fledged reunion yet. Because they have... So far, it's just Axl Rose, Slash, and Iz- uh, not Izzy. Duff McKagan, the bassist. And that's it. That's not a full-fledged reunion. Would I still go see the show? Yeah. Even if ticket prices are... <laughs> are what they announced, I doubt it. I think it's just for for publicity. Yeah, that convenience fee is not really attractive, is it? No, no, <laughs> no, really no. It's not a convenience to us. No. How much did you pay, Brian, for for the uh, ACDC tickets to go see ACDC this year? It's like like two hundred. Yeah, but with so the convenient total. Yeah, like two something. See, and that was for just for what two tickets? Two tickets. See, back in the day, you would only pay like 20 bucks for, for a ticket and to go see them. And you'd probably be maybe closer. Yeah, you'd probably be like in the front row or something. I mean, that's that's insane, but I guess bands aren't making as much money as they used to now. Either that or they're just, they're just large-scale bands that they're always going to charge that. But I do got to admit, ACDC does put on a good show based on what I've seen in the concert films. But that's going to be a really good show. When you have a record like ACDC, you know, since the early 1970s. Bon Scott. Yep. Oh, yeah. I've been I've been a fan. Wow. Oh. See, I told you, man, you, you can't you can't doubt Robbie Lawler. He just pretty much knocked Condit down to the floor. I don't doubt Condit, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to go against you, trying to give my give, give my choice some hope. <laughs> it's amazing what these guys go through. Um, you have to be really well rounded in the world of MMA. Not just you can't just be a kickboxer. You also have to know some jujitsu, Muay Thai, uh, kickboxing, karate, Taekwondo, just about anything you could pick up on. Wrestling, even wrestling. Real wrestling, not 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 the ones yeah, we not, usually, not, not the ones you hear about on TV. Not w, WWE wrestling or, or TNA or yeah, whatever's yeah. out there. Yeah, but some of these guys are like some of those guys are legit wrestlers too. You look at people like Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar. They have a college wrestling background. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't doubt them, but uh, every, every mo- most mostly everyone else. John Cena. Uh, John Cena. That <laughs> yeah. Would, that would be the main one. <laughs> yeah. Well, those, these guys are, they're, they're superstars. Yeah. I don't doubt their talents. They have, they, they do have those talents to make them consider them superstars. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, re- real wrestling. Mm-hmm. Actually, the ones that's actually uh, in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, but, it, man. It's entertainment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big time. I, st- I still watch it to this day. I gave up for a while for about eight years. I was completely out. That's when I first started watching mixed martial arts. Kind of grew out of it, and then I just came right back in. Yeah, just for, like you said, just for the entertainment. Yeah, I'm still a fan. You know, I love these new new guys coming up, like uh, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns. They're, uh, yeah, they're not Steve Austin. They're not The Rock or Triple H, but Undertaker. Yeah, Undertaker, the obvious one. But, uh, yeah, these guys, these MMA fighters go through a lot in their training camps. Some of them even pulling out of fights a day or two before they're scheduled to fight because they end up having weight-cutting problems. Some of them can't make the weight. Or they they, they get a last-minute injury. Yeah, last-minute injury because of the same thing. End up 
not being able to cut weight. I mean, they go through they go through hell training camp, much like boxers. The boxers pretty much have a whole year to train, depending on who you are. Yeah, depend. Uh, Bam. Yeah, mo- mo- most mostly most of them take at least at least three months between fights. At least, unless you're a big you were one of those big name fighters. I mean. Not, not to, not to say we're fans of them, but uh, unless you're a Floyd Mayweather, you take about what five, six months being between fights. Yeah, that's that's insane. I think he's gonna make a comeback though. <laughs> yeah, you you can't just stay at forty nine and zero and nah, just say you tied the record of being being undefeated and retiring. I think he's he's definitely gonna be looking for that fifty and zero. He's gonna make a comeback, just like Guns N' Roses making a comeback. But um, all for the glory, right? Yeah, well, you know, and a lot of people dog on the on these bands, but to me, it's it's like, you know, you gotta be able to go see them when they're around, cause they're not gonna be around anymore. We've already seen Rush, and they're pretty much done touring. I've seen them twice already. They're pretty much done touring. Motley Crue, they're finished. So they're not going to be around for too long. So any opportunity you get to go see and just any genre uh, of music that you want, that you want to go see. But especially rock because rock bands have been around for way too long. Just just take the opportunity to go see them. Even if you're not a fan, uh, just <laughs> give it a, give it a chance. I mean, I mean, you might you might, people you might have friends or into that go with go to that with them and even if you're not a fan give them a chance any uh, really like he said uh rock 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 and roll heavy metal i'm not a huge fan of them but i do listen to them especially at work i just put on put on one headphone because i can't be with two but uh yeah just i put that thing on random and whatever comes out that's what i listen to but yeah like we were we we're talking about uh ACDC before that. I started listening to ACDC um, about maybe probably like around the late 90s. Because I grew up on all this music mostly because of my dad. And he had, a, he had all, the, all the cassettes and all the CDs. And I would just listen to whatever he would put on on the radio when we were on the radio or on the on the stereo when I would ride around with him. And um, from there I just kind of I just kind of, I just kind of took it from there, and just started exploring all these other hev- much heavier bands on my own. Eventually, just started going to concerts once I started college. But yeah, I started listening to ACDC maybe around late nineties, and the first, the first album that I listened to was Back in Black, and that's that's like what the. I think Brian, you know this—the number one selling album of all time, or number oh, two, second. the second number, number two album of best-selling album of all time, number two. Second behind Thriller. Wow, Thriller's number one. That's crazy, and only second behind that. Wow, how many albums do you, do you know? Fifty million. Was that Back in Black? Back in Black, fifty million units. Wow, damn. Can you imagine that? 50 million to date? That is crazy. That just shows you the power of of rock and roll and how it's become uh, popular, you know, 
Yeah. How much does Thriller sell? Do you know? Thriller, I don't know, but I mean that's a good album too, man. Yeah. That's a Michael, really good album. Michael Jackson is is responsible for creating a lot of the the diversity in, in what was created as pop music, right? Oh yeah, yeah, big time, big time. Um, yeah, that's a really good album. Thriller, you put it on a, on a good day and go to town. But back in black, man, ACDC was pretty much done when Bon Scott died. They were they were pretty much done. And uh, they brought in Brian Johnson and they just did that album as a tribute to Bon Scott. And that was it, man. From there, they, they just took off. But hey, no... Um, like I said before, no Phil Rudd, no Malcolm Young. I'm still going to go see them. No matter what. Man, this this fight's just... They're just going back and forth, back and forth. Uh, to answer your question about the Thriller album, that was uh, 65 million copies. 65. So they were only short 15, 15 million? Wow. That that comes from our lovely Google, right? And which is now an actual word in the dictionary. You Google it. And Michael Jackson was only one guy. And wow, that's man, fifteen million. That's short. You gotta understand. They were ACDC was only what five guys, and the producer. And they, they weren't, they, like, when these bands play live, they don't run any, they don't run any tape in the background or anything like that. It's just them playing their guitars, drums, straight through. All with the exception of Molly Crew, though, I do got to say, they run a lot of tape when they play. <laughs> That's a lot of, a uh, lot of gang vocals going on. It's crazy. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I just love going to concerts. It's uh one of the things where Randy and I were talking about in the last last episode of the podcast. And there's just a lot of good concerts coming up. It's amazing to see all these all these bands just going away. Black Sabbath, another band that's pretty much close to being finished. They're coming back here again? Um no actually. They only have they're playing select dates yeah. this whole year. But yeah, that was crazy. Remember that show? Yeah, Black Sabbath was cool. Um, Ozzy is definitely aging for sure in his performance, but uh, it was still a really good, uh, still a really good show. It was just a lot of fun. You can't uh, can't be going and seeing a rock legend like him in person, seeing him perform. Although, he, although again, he wasn't, I guess, exactly on point, um, but uh, it was still it was still good. So, yep. What are you? Uh, what are your thoughts on that show? I think the I think the humidity played a big factor in that show. Um, you can see they were all. It was right in the middle of, I think it was July. It was hot, man. I remember that show. Um, it was it was hot, but yeah, I think at first, whenever you you're watching it, you feel like the performance is flawless. But when you go back and look at the videos that you record, you can hear kind of some some of the. Some of the flaws in the performance, but I think that's that's the beauty of concert live concerts, especially with rock. Um, it don't matter if these guys mess up, you know. I think that's what makes them pure. Like back in the day, you had bands like Zeppelin or uh, uh, Deep Purple or whatever. 
playing live and you hear a mess up every now and then, but people would still go see them and they wouldn't complain about anything. Um, but yeah, man, it's been a, it was, it was a good year for, for music 2015 and concerts and stuff like that. And I look forward to what this year has to bring, uh, 2016. No, a lot of, I know a lot of good bands are supposed to be coming through, through town. Gonna have every, every, uh, every opportunity we can to go see them. A lot of good live events too. You got, uh, the professional wrestling coming through, mixed martial arts, just a lot, a lot of good things coming up. Now I'm sure you guys talked about, uh, plans for 2016 already, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was just making sure cause we covered, we pretty much covered that in our last episode of what the plans that we had. Um, where we talked about the open carry law, kind of, yeah, yeah, and uh, kind of, kind of already uh experienced that a little bit <laughs> earlier when we went out, and uh, I think you did too, right, Randy? Um, you were telling me about the whole open carry thing, how that's uh how that's worked out. Yeah, so. Today, for the first time, I have a concealed weapons license. And uh, earlier today, I went to Walmart, and uh, I still have I have a concealed inside the waistband holster where my gun goes in, meaning that the holster goes inside of my waistband. Now it's not exposed on the outside, and uh, but I could still like flip open or flip up my t-shirt, I guess, to expose it. So that's kind of what I did when I went to Walmart earlier, and uh, it just felt weird walking around with my gun exposed like that. I just did it for like two minutes and then I covered it back up because I just felt weird so um, I don't know I'm just not used to it I don't think I'm going to be wow they're kind of going at it right now on the UFC Lawler and uh, Condit right now but um, yeah it's um, it's uh, definitely something uh, I think both the citizens and the uh, open carry uh, license holders are going to have to uh, get used to I guess um, what are your uh your thoughts, guys, uh, Brian and Adrian, on the uh, the new open carry law. What do y'all What do y'all think about it? Well, obviously, like every every other law, there's pros and cons to it, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm pro. Yeah. Now that you have, your, I mean, when you have your license, and you know, you know the law perfectly well. Mm-hmm. Then you you can carry it for your protection and to protect others around you. Right. Um. There's always other people who argue about the stability of certain people, right? Oh, yeah. Carrying a weapon, but like everything, there's pros and cons. Um, I remember when I was in, in the university, they were asking people around, is it good, good for students to open carry weapons on campus? Mm-hmm. Some people were pro, some people were against it. I was sort of always n- neutral, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes I think, yeah, well, sometimes the campus isn't as safe as you think if you're if you were staying late to study on campus or to go out on campus. Right. Who knows? I always got certain emails that the campus was somebody was harassed or they stole their wallet or their phone. And who knows? If maybe you had a weapon, you could um, be more protected. Right. Yeah, for sure. I uh, I definitely agree. Um, I guess when it comes to uh, concealed carry or even open carry, of a weapon in schools, um, definitely think there should definitely be restrictions when it comes to uh, 
to uh you know s- schools and education facilities and stuff like that uh, especially with the with the younger kids you know uh especially elementary middle school high school schools um i you know students definitely uh shouldn't be carrying a gun uh no. and they can't carry a gun uh especially at that at that you know at that at that age but um you know maybe something to think about is perhaps maybe like uh school administrators or even uh teachers i at that i still don't think they school administrators or teachers should be carrying openly you know and 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 you know in a middle school or high school or even elementary situation uh even even though we do have open carry here in texas legal now um but you know maybe it could be an option for um you know select number of teachers who want to opt into it for them to conceal carry um you know maybe it should be something to think about where uh you know if a teacher has a license to to conceal carry you know maybe that that could be a situation where you know they could let the school know they could let the um uh the administration know that they do have a concealed weapons license and maybe the maybe the the school could go through some extra measures you know and making sure that that teacher um is qualified to carry a gun and maybe um you know maybe it might be a smart thing for to have a few select teachers here and there uh to be allowed to carry just in case you know there comes a situation where they actually need to use it you know like in a you know school shootings have been seems like lately on the rise lately so um you know that could definitely be something that could save you know lives really yeah because you, um, you're right if you mm-hmm. have seen the news lately there's been more school shootings and not just in you know um, el- not just in high schools or middle schools but in post-secondary right you know in right colleges and university campuses there's been shooting incidents so there definitely should be a lot more um, trainings and, and oh, development yeah. on, on training teachers uh, and other administration in school about gun safety and oh, yeah. and, and more more rigorous procedures, right? I think so, for sure. I think teachers should be allowed to conceal carry. Definitely not open carry. I just don't think that's a good idea in schools. But conceal carry in schools for teachers, I think that should be good. I, I, you know, definitely, I don't think the public and you know just anybody like visitors coming to school should be able to conceal carry or open carry a gun just anyone i think the only people who should be allowed to to have guns in schools in my opinion you know uh, w- w- at least when it comes to you know elementary middle and high school is teachers and and the administrators there um and of course i think there should there should be rigorous background checks on them and definitely i think it should be a nominate uh or uh, you know where other people don't know i think it would be a smart idea if if even if other teachers don't even know, you know, the other teachers don't know who has a gun, you know, you know, you might, there might be a teacher next door that has that license. You, I think it just should be something that, that isn't talked about for reason, you know, just for safety reasons, you know, just for the, the fact that any teacher could, could possess uh, 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 a gun, you know, the administration should know, but teacher to teacher, I don't think they should know, uh, or, you know, especially the students. I think it should just be, um, I think it's just uh, I think it's just a smart move to do it that way and and uh, you know just just more safer. There's a saying that goes you know when when seconds count, police are just minutes away, <laughs> and uh, you know police uh, definitely uh, you know we need police officers to uh, to secure our schools and and make our communities overall safer. But um, you know it's true you know it takes time even if there is a, a police officer there on campus you know what if they're on the other side of the school. I think it's important where, you know, there should be someone there that's legally and lawfully a, a abiding citizen or teacher who could take action right there and take control of the situation. So that's my thoughts on, I guess, on schools. Uh, colleges, that's more of a gray area for me. I don't I don't know. I mean, if students should be allowed, a college student, to uh, carry a weapon, that's 
to me a gray area that I still don't, you know, I'm neutral about as well. But um, but yeah, man, definitely uh, definitely stirs up a lot of uh, questions um, when it comes to that subject for sure. So, what are you? What are your thoughts, Juan? I was reading an article, I believe it was earlier today or yesterday, um, saying that even with this open carry law, I think people still have to go through. I think it's psychological testing, and they have to be 21 in order to be able to in compliance with that open carry law. So I think just it's just a matter of getting more more strict with um, with um, with uh, this whole gun control thing. It's not a matter of taking all the guns away. That's that's not going to happen. I mean, guns are already there whether you want them or not. And if you want to take them away, you got to. Oh wow! You gotta you gotta take away all the guns that are on the streets too, illegally, and that's impossible. You know, America was uh, this whole country was built on man. This fight is just. I mean, they're just they're just going at it. They are just going at it, man. Uh, I'm telling you, you, you can't count Robbie Lawler out, man. These are the types. These are the types of fights I I, I enjoy. Oh yeah, yep, that's it. Oh, he's down. Yeah, they got they got to stop the match. Condit's tired, man. Condit's I mean, look at everybody in the arena is just standing up. Got to give it to Condit's uh will to fight. Oh yeah, yeah, he's uh yeah he's done. He's, he might be done. He he's going down swinging. I give you that. His face is all torn up. Yeah, then they're, they're not they can't stop this. Yep. I'm telling you, Lawler's a savage. And that that yeah, that was this the last round? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're both tired, aren't they? Wow. More notice more noticeable on Condit though. Yeah, I don't know. They I think it's uh Yeah, he's not gonna knock him down. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess all five rounds could be disputed between how many rounds you want you want to give to each, but uh, it's definitely going to be a split decision. I can't see it going uh, unanimous wow. unless it gets a KO. Wow, that was a that was an amazing fight. Split decision, split decision. I can't I can't see it going majority or unanimous. I'm telling you, this guy always. Brutal. But yeah, like I was saying about the whole gun control issue. I mean, it's just a matter of just being in com in com compliance with the law, man. That's I mean, that's all. I think that's all it takes. Just follow, just follow the rules, man. I mean, how how hard can that be? But there's always somebody that messes it up for everybody else. Always. But I mean. It's uh out of all those people, I think it's just a small percentage of people that. Or not in compliance with the law. Then again, I could be wrong. I don't have the actual stats. But I'd say for the majority of people that carry, they're in compliance with the law. I'm pretty sure. I was just reading an article on Twitter right now saying that a a Mexican mayor got slain a day after taking office. <laughs> that is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a female uh, mayor. Just one day after taking office. I mean, that's that's all you gotta. 
you know who was in the works for that. <laughs> that is crazy. But yeah, that's uh I'm in favor of uh I'm in I'm in favor of people having that right to conceal carry. Open carry not so much. You know, I'm kind of I still have my doubts about that. Just as a fact that like we said before, you kind of attract all that attention. You attract all that negative attention too. So, I mean, I guess to each his own. Now, personally, I wouldn't open carry if you ask. If you ask me, I wouldn't open carry. But I'll I'll leave that at that. And man, I can't believe an hour's flown by already with this UFC pay per view in the background, just talking and just BSing about nothing. <laughs> but it's 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 a it's a good little experiment, you know. I've never done this before. It just kind of kind of a. Uh, as things pop up, you kind of start talking about them with no extensive knowledge at all. <laughs> but um, yeah, this this was a hell of a fight. I'm sure Robbie Lauder is going to win this one. Like I said, his last fight was... Wow. Split decision, Adrian. Yep. Like I said, Robbie Lawler. But man, Condon put up a hell of a fight. I still had Condon winning. <laughs> yeah, in I'm, his I'm heart, sure he did. In his heart, he won, right? Yeah, he sure he sure did. Yeah, I'm telling you, uh, I'm telling you, all five rounds were very disputed. It could have gone either way. Mm -hmm. Really good fight, by the way. Anyway. Joe Rogan look at looking snazzy with that new shirt. <laughs> new year, new shirt. We're always making fun of the fact that Rogan Rogan wears uh, the same black shirt for every UFC pay per view. I but I think it's the same black. Uh, I think it's the same black shirt. I think it just faded. Now it's just purple. <laughs> Maybe he has fifty black shirts in his closet. You know. Yeah, that's what I was about to get to. He probably has like a, a whole bunch of black shirts and purple shirts in his closet. But I mean, who am I to say anything about? another man uh about the way another man dresses i mean look at the way i dress jeez for christ's sakes i'm not one for fashion but uh yeah man this was a this was a lot of fun i mean this is the first time that i've actually ever ordered a ufc pay-per-view first time and i gotta say for the quality that it streams on on the ps4 man it's it's just like we're watching it at twin peaks or somewhere else on on pay-per-view it's amazing what did you guys think about the uh, the pay-per-view? Just the overall quality and everything. I mean, it looks pretty good, especially yeah. with the soundbar, too. I kind of have it turned down right now yeah. for for audio purposes. Yeah, quality is very good. Uh, like you said, just like watching it over at Twin Peaks. Uh, Environment-wise, not, not the same, but of course, uh, image-wise, television, the way it looks, uh, especially thanks to the PS4, gotta give it, gotta give love mm -hmm. to that live live events app. Thank you. <laughs> Shout out to to the PS4, right? Yeah. Shout out to PS4. Yeah, the environment's not the same. Um, there's no uh, waitresses walking around here half naked, so unfortunately, but <laughs> you don't uh, miss it that much. <laughs> yeah, I got a girlfriend, so. 
can't speak too much about that anymore, guys. <laughs> That's cool. No, it was it was a good event. It was uh, uh, it was it was really good, good quality. So, man, this why this uh this card felt like went by quick. Well, it's already eleven thirty, and it started at nine. So I guess I don't know. Time just flew by. Yeah. Yeah, man, I can't believe time flew by so quick, man. It was, this was awesome, man. Uh, I want to thank you guys for coming on over and watching it, watching you here with me for the first time and recording this podcast, coming on this podcast for the first time for Adrian and Brian. Uh, thank you for that. Thank you for that uh, opportunity of the podcast. Thank you for the invitation to watch the UFC here at, here at your place. Uh, like I said, a uh, wonderful experience in the podcast. Uh, UFC, of course, all like, I won't say always uh, in excitement, but a lot of the fights, most of the fights are have some excitement into it. This one's definitely had it. But thank you. Thank you, by the way. Oh, yeah. You guys are always welcome to come on over and record a podcast and watch the fights. And uh, that's that's it for the that's it for the pay-per-view. And that's it for the podcast. Uh, Randy, you got any final thoughts, commentary, feedback, anything of that nature? Yeah, get your concealed hanger license. That's all. <laughs> I'll I'll most likely be working on that throughout the throughout this whole year. Probably won't take me that long, but I really look am looking forward to uh, going to the range more often and practice on my target shooting. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, and just looking forward to recording more podcasts, having more people over, and just having more themed episodes talking about certain certain things you know these first few podcasts were just kind of talking around uh, anything you know anything that comes up at times you know sometimes I, I won't have much to say because I'll blank out but then I'll have a lot to say once I start riffing but um yeah this this was good guys uh ho hope hope to do it again and thanks for everybody tuning in that's listening keep uh keep watching out there for all the all these episodes that'll be going up soon and for all the upcoming episodes that will be posting soon as well so thanks guys for tuning in and we'll see you next time